0: Hi, thanks for tuning in to Big Crone Energy. I'm Karina Blackheart, the Crone herself. Today I wanna talk a little bit about my history as a priestess, as a craft teacher and practitioner. It's not historical, I'm still a teacher, I'm still a practitioner, I'm still a witch. It's only my business model that has changed So I want to talk to you a little bit today about that part of my life, that very big part of my life, in conjunction with what I'm doing in the crone herself, as the crone herself. So I want to start with a quote that I came across the other day by Terry Pratchett. Certainly witchcraft has very little to do with magic as people generally understand it. It has an awful lot to do with taking responsibility for yourself and taking responsibility also for the less able people and up to a certain part, guarding your society. This is based on how witchcraft really was, I suspect. The witch was the village herbalist the midwife, the person who knew things. She would sit up with the dying, lay out the corpses, deliver the newborn. Witches tend to be needed when human beings were meeting the dangerous edges of their lives, the places where there is no map. They don't mess around with tinkly spells. They get their hands dirty. You know, Terry Pratchett never copped to being one of us, never copped to being a witch. But the way he wrote about us was true. I quote him often and have quoted him often uh, in my years uh, teaching the craft. So I've been meaning to talk with you about why working with a priestess, a witch who happens to have life coaching credentials, is different from working with a life coach who practices a little magic, tinkles with some spells. Witches, as Pratchett says, tend to be there at just the right time. When you're at the edge of something, when you've run out of map and even your GPS can't find you, When you're standing at the precipice of big transformation and everything in your whole being knows it, but what's in front of you is the unknown, the void, the abyss, and you're sort of paralyzed on that ledge, you can't go back because you just can't. You know you can't go back to the way things were, um, but you're terrified to go forward What you know won't help you where you're going. You have to leap. But you can't convince yourself to just let go, to just do it, to just be descending. This point, (laughs) this is when you call the witch. This is when you call the priestess. This is when you call me, the crone herself. Yeah, my magic includes spellcraft. I engage with... Kitchen witchery and readings and marking the seasons and many, many other kinds of magics. But the magic that I do in service to other, for others, to others, with others is as a trail guide through the wilderness of your heart and into the truest part of your soul. My most powerful magic is as a midwife to your process of birthing yourself. Into yourself. I don't make you, you, just like the midwife doesn't birth the baby. The midwife is there to remind you to breathe and to make low guttural sounds and to change your position and to take a sip of water. She's there to hold the space and to. Encourage you, to uplift you, to correct you in the process of giving birth. The work I do as a witch, which is not, cannot be separated from my work as the crone herself. This isn't glitter and rose scented baths and chime candles, although those are wonderful and necessary. But this is the personal development that you've stepped up to and backed away from and stepped up to and backed away from over and over again. This is the work that we know that we need to do in the course of our lifetime, but are afraid to. This is the part of our spiritual evolution where we no longer get to bypass the dark forest on our way to, quote-unquote, creating our own reality or living happily ever after. This is the magic of owning your personal power and all the responsibility that comes with it. This is the magic of personal liberation. But freedom comes with responsibility. Freedom doesn't mean we just get to do whatever we want. When we get free, when we get liberated, we have a responsibility to other people, to ourselves, to the culture. So this is the path that only a priestess, a witch, can walk with you. This is the way only the crone who knows the terrain, like she knows the laugh lines around her own eyes can show you. A witch won't shrink from your shadows because she's confronted her own and invites them over for tea. She won't shame your fear. She won't shame you for clinging to the past. And she is not afraid of your hungers, your desires, your wildest dreams for yourself. I'm on a first-name basis with the queen of the underworld. I'm not going to try to squeeze you into a five-step program or lull you away from your mission with promises of easy solutions, right? If you just take this, you know, five-step course with me, You know, your life will be better. That's, that, that's not true. It can't be true. We are much more complicated than any five step program can uh, unravel. I've retrieved my soul a thousand times, right? All the times I left my power somewhere, had it stolen from me, someone absconded with it, someone insulted me, someone abused me. I've gone back and retrieved myself a thousand times and I know not only how to do it for myself, I know how to midwife your process so that you can get your soul back too. If I tried to tell you everything I've undergone in my 58 years, the traumas, the celebrations, the devastating shame, It would probably take me half of my lifetime to tell you the tale. There's very little that I haven't heard, seen, or lived through in my lifetime that you could bring to my table. I don't have a step-by-step guide to solving your problems. I can't tell you or market to you in advance the benefits that you'll receive from working with me. All I can do is provide testimonials from people who have worked with me. The reason why step-by-step guides and programs don't work for everyone is because you're unique. You, in all the worlds, are a unique being. A precisely crafted cocktail of your... Gorgeously woven DNA, your upbringing, your parenting, your education, your experiences in school, cultural values, your particular neurodiversity, your insecurities and strengths, your epigenetics, your life experiences, in the ways that you have inherited cultural oppressions and internalize them either as the oppressed or the oppressor. Most of us can claim both. All of that combines to make you who you are. All of those factors will determine which way we go when we arrive at a crossroad. And on your way to wholeness, there are many crossroads and tricksters abound. When you come to the crone, it's because something in you knows that it's my door at my house on the ridge of the mountaintop at the edge of the forest that you need to knock on. You come to the witch when you've been to the doctor, the shrink, the coach, the church, the priests, the professors, the readers, the intuitives, the white shamans, the astrologers, the healers, the meetings, the festivals, the rituals, the ayahuasca ceremonies, the pleasure parties, and you still haven't found what you're seeking. What you're seeking is the heart of your heart, the soul of your soul. The strength of your softness. The passion in your will. The fire in your veins. The inextinguishable light in your eyes. You might come to the crone when you find that you've followed all the tried and true straight and narrow paths. When you've done everything right. When you've followed the books to the letter you got the job, the house, the spouse, the kids, the vacations, the yoga pants, but you aren't happy. You're angry. You're crying. You're numb. You're exhausted. There's something more, even when you have everything and have done everything right. So you come to the crone to find out what that is. You come when everything is falling apart or has already come undone. When you know that you're meant for more, but in spite of your best efforts, you can't quite reach it. You come when you should be writing, but you can't. You come when you know you need to leave your partner, or that they're leaving you. You come when you're grieving. You come to the witch when you're the wide-open channel, bothered by spirits that you didn't invite. When you know things you shouldn't, and don't understand why or what to do with that information. You come to the crone when you've been playing with magic, and your spells have gone haywire, wreaking havoc in your life. When you know enough of magic to be a danger to yourself, and when the spirits and ancestors are leading you into dangerous territory. When you've hit a long-lasting streak of bad luck, and suspect maybe somebody's throwing magic my way. Come to the crone when the leaders in your community are duplicitous, dangerous, bigoted, narcissistic, abusive. I keep all the secrets. What you tell me stays with me. People have always come to the witch's door when the path is muddy and murky and when they're at the end of their rope, when they're at the end of their hope. And coming to the witch's door is really, can feel the same as standing on that precipice, right? After all of the lies and stories and fairy tales told to us as children to paint the witch as someone who is scary and evil and um, might put you in her oven. you come to the witch, you come to the crone when... There's nobody else to go to. When you've exhausted the members of your community and your siblings and your besties and um their advice is bad or all they have for you is like a pat on the shoulder and a, a hang in there, let me know how I can help you, if I can help you. So you come to the witch's door because you're ready to hear the truth and you're ready to do the work so that you can... Find what you've lost, which is the heart of your heart, the soul of your soul, the wholeness of your whole self. What I'm not doing here in the crone herself is teaching witchcraft. I'm not here to convert you. I'm not here to train you. I'm here to walk with you on your way home to yourself, to your true heart, to your deep soul, to your pristine nature. And if that means that we're walking through grief, anger, disillusionment, a sense of powerlessness, a sense of just, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know who I am. I don't know where I'm going. My questions to you are going to give you the answers. Sometimes it's not... Someone giving you solutions, but knowing which questions to ask, knowing which buttons to push, knowing when your spirit needs soothing and when it needs igniting. So in the craft tradition that I did teach, this work to become our whole selves was core to the magic. The understanding being that you can't do effective magic consistently um, unless you are consistently whole and healthy within yourself. So we spend a lot of time in that training, getting whole and healthy within ourselves, learning to love ourselves, appreciate ourselves, be proud of ourselves, and not back away from the power that every self has and has a, a birthright to. So I don't come to this place of calling myself the crone herself and making sure that you understand that although this is a new business model, this is a continuation and an expansion of what I've been doing for many, 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 many years. Witchcraft or the witchy ness or witchy aesthetic is um just ever more and more and more popular and right now um you know everybody everybody is practicing a little magic and that's okay um i don't think that's any different than how humans have ever been everyone should know how to protect themselves Everyone should know how to keep food on the table. Um, Everyone should know how to help themselves relax or connect with nature. Every woman should know how her cycle is akin to the lunar cycle. These are folk magics and necessary magics. Knowing these doesn't necessarily make you a wit, although... I can understand the attraction to the aesthetic, right? It is counterculture. And that leads to, you know, my countercultural bent as the crone herself. We cannot look at our insides and heal what's going on there without becoming cognizant of the outsides of the waters that we've been swimming in our whole lives that are toxic. It's not our fault that we were born into toxic soup. Perhaps there's nothing wrong with us at all when we take away the lenses that the overculture has handed us that we've been indoctrinated to look through. When we take away those lenses one by one, by one, by one, suddenly there's nothing wrong with the size of my body. There's nothing wrong with the way my neurobiology works. There's nothing wrong with how deeply I love, how creative I am, how powerful, how self assured. When we take away those cultural lenses, it makes the inner work a lot easier. Perhaps there's nothing wrong with us that needs to be fixed or repaired or healed. This isn't to say that we haven't been wounded, that we haven't undergone trauma, okay? I'm not bypassing that, but I'm saying that the person who was wounded, the person who was traumatized, didn't ask for the wounding didn't ask for the trauma. So that still leaves us as innocent. And by innocent, I mean that our souls are pristine. We are not sinful. We didn't arrive here covered in sin. We weren't born with something inherently bad or wrong in us or about us. And that if there's work to be done... ...upon ourselves, it is to remember and to reclaim that innocence, that grace, that magnificent purity, that part of us that has never, even through swimming in toxic waters and having been traumatized and having been abused and having internalized oppression and having been wounded... That there is a part of us that remains innocent, that remains pristine. And when we breathe into that part of ourselves, when we give it space to stretch from being crammed into some tiny dark corner in our heart and let it move its limbs and begin to breathe air, and be nourished, and be recognized, something in us, everything in us, changes. And our lives change. These ideas are dangerous, not because they're witchcraft. They're dangerous because they are counterculture. And part of our identity, the, the markers of our identity, are based in what the culture rewards so if we're following the good girl manual to the best of our ability we're being rewarded but we're simultaneously being punished for the places that we can't meet the demands of the good girl manual so in this case I'm talking about misogyny but I also want us to think about our white supremacy I want us to think about heterosexism ageism ableism body shaming The culture rewards compliance with its rules, and we are so enmeshed in its messaging that we can't imagine, can't yet imagine, a different way, a different lens through which to evaluate ourselves. What we don't want to do is replace one set of cultural demands with another, ideally we arrive at an inner conviction about who we are, our brilliant, rational self that can solve problems and do math and tell stories, our intuitive, instinctual, childlike, wild self that understands the turning of the seasons, and this pristine, divine, limitless part of ourself. So we come to the witch When we've looked everywhere else to find ourselves and left lacking. We come to the old woman at the edge of the woods who's got a pot of tea waiting for you on the table. When we're ready to meet the truest, highest, most unadulterated version of ourselves. So it's not the witch herself the crone herself, who is scary. It's what you confront in the presence that she creates. You don't have to wait until you've already seen all of the doctors and the professors and the shamans and the coaches and the therapists and the, you know, you don't have to wait and you don't have to choose either. A lot of times I will tell my clients and students, please also see a therapist while you're working with me. Please go to a 12-step program in order to continue working with me, right? Please get a financial advisor. Please get a medical opinion. Please hire a lawyer because I'm not any of those. I work with your soul. I work with the essence Who you are, and while I can give you some pointers on your finances, your relationships, etc., etc., I am not licensed to do so, and I am always going to put your soul's evolution before any other consideration. So, you don't have to wait until you have burned through all of the other options before. You come to the crone. You don't have to wait until this is the last... (laughs) Sorry, dog is barking in the background because real life is happening. People work with me in their 20s. People work with me in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. I don't think I've ever had a client who was... Oh, yes, I do. Yes, I've had clients who work with me in their 70s as well. You don't have to wait. You could make a decision right now to make your life easier and deal with these soul issues, these soul concerns, these soul agreements early rather than later. Eventually, this is the work that we are all confronted, all consigned to do. There's something about the witch... And I'm talking about a well-trained, initiated witch, priestess, not someone who woke up last week and said, that sounds like fun, that sounds like a marketable thing, but someone who actually is a witch and has spent her life in that role, in those practices. There's something about the elder witch, the crone, the elder priestess, that will bring you into direct confrontation with your soul so you can hear her. So that you have the power and the will to follow what your soul and your heart have agreed is the right path for you. Anyways, that's today's sermon from The Crone Herself. We're a little shorter than sometimes and a little longer winded than other times. I hope you got something out of this. You can find me at thecroneherself.com. I hope that you will subscribe to my emails so that you are aware of what my upcoming offerings are and what my ongoing offerings are. There's a membership called The Conspiracy of Crones. You don't have to be a crone to belong. We are doing monthly circle chats where we have an opportunity to speak live to one another. And The Conspiracy also has some other benefits, so you should check it out. It's $25 a month. You can find me on Substack as Karina Blackheart. On Medium, you can find me as Karina Beehart. On Facebook, you can find my personal page as Karina Beehart and my professional page as The Crone Herself. Insta, The Crone Herself. You can read my books that are available on my website. And upcoming, I have a nine-month program called Provocations. Please check that out. It is not nine months of meeting every week. It is nine months. That includes five segments of this program. Each segment lasts for five weeks. So we work together for five weeks, and then we take a break for five weeks. And then we work together for five weeks, and we take a break for five weeks. So it begins in November, and it ends in July of 2024. I'm a big fan of giving my students' and clients' space to integrate the work rather than inundating you with information and practices and assignments and self-reflection. We do that during the five weeks we're together, and then we have five weeks to really take it deeper uh, if we are willing, if we are able. So that's called a provocation of Crohn's. And I will have some other workshops coming up this, this winter that are a little shorter, You can also find me next month at a program called Bridge. It is, I will put the information and the links to Bridge where I'm presenting in early November. It is a three-day online conference for business and intuitive mastery. So I'll be presenting there, and I will also be available for oracle readings there. So, I will make sure that those links are situated alongside the podcast on my website. I think that's what I have for you today. I really wanted to claim my priestessness, my witchness. It is part of who the crone herself is. It is part of me. It can't be sort of left outside the door while I do what I do in the crone herself. It comes with me and it impacts. It is a lens through which I live, move, breathe, and have my being. As you are hearing this in the lunar eclipse, full moon, Samhain, so hey, be gentle with yourself during this time, okay? Um, be really soft, be very tender. Don't push yourself too hard. Eclipses are hard on the body, hard on our psyches, hard on our spirits. Um, so put some padding around you, put some softness around you, put some space in your schedule so that during this, uh, season of eclipses and endings and really powerful Sabbath energy that you have some space to just lie low and be, take very good care of yourself. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Big Crone Energy. I'm your host, Karina Blackheart, the crone herself. listening to Big Crone Energy with Karina Blackheart, The Crone Herself.